The Hero's Journey podcast is filled with an abundance of spoilers. If you haven't read this week's book, I recommend you do so, as it will certainly help you follow along. Although, if you're only interested in hearing our take on this story, listen on. Welcome to A Hero's Guide to Refusing the Call. Refusal of the summons converts the adventure into its negative. Walden, boredom, hard work, or culture. The subject loses the power of significant affirmative action and becomes a victim to be saved. This is Joseph Campbell's idea of what the refusal of the call looks like. Today, we're gonna to go through some of our personal favorite examples of refusal of the call in other media, just to help our listeners understand where we're coming from when we discuss the refusal throughout other episodes of the podcast. And to start us off, I will hand you over to Zach to discuss his personal favorite refusal of the call. My favorite example of the refusal of the call comes with Scott Lane in uh, The Ant-Man, uh, which is uh, a Marvel superhero movie if you haven't seen it. Uh, Scott Lane is a, uh, a cat burglar. He breaks in and steals from the wealthy uh, without threat of violence. Uh, he makes a distinct point to say he's not a thief uh, or a robber or anything like that. He's a cat burglar. Uh, he does it stealthily. And he steals from uh, a, a rich older gentleman, uh, steals a suit from his safe in the basement, uh, which ends up being the Ant-Man suit, which uh, goes on to, to lead to a, a lot of adventures. But at the beginning of the tale, when Scott has his first interaction, he puts on the suit, thinking it's some sort of fancy motorcycle suit. And he presses the button and shrinks down to the size of an ant. He is extremely overwhelmed by, by what happens, although he, he managed to get out of it just all right. Um, and then... His refusal of the call, instead of taking this mantle upon himself and, and learning how to use it, he decides, all right, don't want anything to do with that weird stuff that just happened. So he breaks back into the house of the person he stole it from and puts it back. Uh, it isn't until he gets caught by the police breaking out of the house that he's broken into twice uh, that the, the story really continues to develop. But um, he's had this magical item that... Uh, in some ways was taken by him, in some ways was gifted to him. We see that throughout the, uh, the course of the story. Uh, but rather than using this magical item for, you know, personal gain or the greater good or whatever, his first instinct is to return it and to have nothing to do with it. Henceforth, a refusal of the call. The only thing that I... No, I don't actually have any points no, against no, it. No, it kind of fits perfectly, George. <laughs> uh, move over Campbell. I think we found our perfect refusal of the call. I think a part of the reason why this is a perfect refusal of the call for me is that Scott has a lot of agency. He he has the ability to choose to accept or refuse the call. Um, and some stories we see the refusal without the hero having a lot of agency and not being able to really make that choice. And I like that Scott has that ability. Yeah, not only does he have the, the ability to choose, like you said, he's got the ability to actually do something about it, which is, which is cool. And much like Campbell says, his refusal of the call immediately gets him imprisoned, which I would classify as uh, being bound by boredom or hard work. I want to talk about one of my personal favorite 
refusals of the calm, uh, continuing my theme of uh, delightful Disney's children's movies, uh, with Moana's refusal of the call in the movie Moana, we see throughout the opening of the movie uh, that she spent the ocean quite literally magically calls to her as well as her own desire to become an explorer being her call to adventure. And throughout the song, Where You Are, uh, we learn that, in fact, as the princess of the island, she is held back by obligation, which she accepts as a reason to stop trying to leave, even though ultimately she is quite literally recalled to adventure by the fact that the gods of nature decide that she is not allowed to stay and must venture forth to try and save her people. So, Jack, I just watched Moana this morning. Um... And I have a question for you. I don't think that Moana has a lot of agency, and I don't think that she really refuses the call in those scenes that you're talking about because she hasn't had that call yet. I don't think Moana has her call to adventure really until her grandmother shows her the boats. And from that point on, she is pretty fast in getting off the island. So uh, where do you see her call to adventure happening? Uh, so throughout the opening, we quite literally see the ocean attempting to magically summon her, even from the time that she is a small child as it lovingly reaches out with, and she wanders to the water before her father swoops in and picks her up to stop her from leaving. It's quite clear that she's being summoned to a destiny greater than the island, uh, and she is given a talking to by her father who takes her up to the cairn I think it's Cairn, uh, where all of the tribe's leaders have laid a stone and talks to her about how one day she will lay her stone up there and lead their people, and that is why she cannot leave. She's given a second very demanding call to adventure that you talk about after how far I'll go, but at least in this opening portion, she makes an active choice to stay and try and fulfill what she believes is her obligation. I mean, you do make a valid point about her agency, as we see when she initially does try and accept a later call and sail away, uh, that she, without her grandmother revealing to her, or perhaps it's her father, uh, you just watched it this morning so you can correct me, uh, reveals the better design ships. We know that she was actually incapable of leaving until that moment, but she believed she was making a choice. Um, so I think that since Moana thought that she had the agency to leave or the ability to leave, that, that fits the definition pretty well for me. Uh, I, I agree with that, Jack. And lastly, we're going to be listening to Alex talk about what is probably one of the most culturally relevant classical heroes' journeys around in Star Wars. Thanks, Jack. So in Star Wars Episode Four, Luke has a pretty great cult adventure, seeing uh, Leia's recording and meeting Obi-Wan and learning that he has the potential to be a Jedi. And he refuses that call pretty adamantly at first, um, stating to Obi-Wan he can't leave, and even going so far as to rush home to try and see his family, uh, refusing to go with Obi-Wan even before that he, he knows his family is uh, potentially injured or killed by the Empire. So this, it fits really well for me because 
there is a very clear call to adventure and Luke has the ability to either accept or deny and chooses to deny at first. I agree with you that it's a very clear refusal of what is a very clear call to adventure between Leia's message and meeting Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan's quite literal extended hand of come with me, learn to be a Jedi. But we don't, it happens so rapidly with Luke returning home and immediately finding his aunt and uncle dead. That happens so rapidly that we don't really see Luke have any real fallback into mundane. We just see him try and grasp at it. Do you think that kind of conflicts with the what at least Campbell would have expected in a refusal of the call? Luke definitely refuses a call. And even though he doesn't go back to the normal world, he's desperately grasping for it. He refuses to Obi-Wan to go with him and then says, oh, I'll take you to a space station. So his entire goal is to go back to the normal life and not go on an adventure. Um, I think he would have definitely continued down this path for normal life if uh, other circumstances, like his family dying, hadn't occurred. So I think it fits very well into refusing the call. Do you especially guys... From our... Good. Um, I just say, especially from our perspective and our definition we've been using. Do you guys think that once, like using Luke here in this example, you said he would go down the path of normalcy had it, the choice not been made for him. Do you think that detracts from the hero if the choice is made for them to go on the adventure? Uh, or do you think it's used uh, like often enough in heroes' tales that it's just can be a way in which the hero was pushed there. I don't know about Alex, but at least for me, normally it's less that they have no choice, and it's just that they tried to take option one, and once option one is stripped from them, option two is more appealing, but they could still have. Luke still didn't have to go with Obi-Wan after he No, he could have chosen him. option three, I guess. Yeah, he could have gone and joined the Empire, depending on, you know, what he wanted to do. But not not that one, but he is right, he is a skilled young mechanic and pilot, and taking the path of the Jedi was still only one of multiple options. It's just once the last message chance at returning to his previous life or stripped from him going with obi-wan is much more appealing than anything else yeah i think you need to consider why the hero is refusing the call um and for luke it's a sense of duty to his aunt and uncle at least in part so it it really just kind of furthers his character to me as saying that he's a loyal person um when he's refusing this, and then when the option is present is taken away, I don't think that detracts from him being a hero. Thank you so much for joining us today as we led you on a hero's guide to refusing the call. Uh, if you get a chance and you enjoy our podcast, go ahead and leave us a five-star or higher review on whatever podcast-related platform listening tool you use. Uh, and if you have any personal favorite 
refusals of the calls or anything that you think is wrong with the examples we gave, feel free to reach out to us once again at a hero's journey pod at Gmail or at a hero's journey pod on facebook.com. As always, I've been your host and in this case, not judge Jack. This is Alex and I'm Zach. Join us next Tuesday as we discuss Geralt's hero's journey in The Last Wish, a Witcher novel. Yay! Oh, thank you. Pineapples are good. Hey. Fascinating. <laughs>